Good morning, good morning, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with the Beast. I am your host, Brian, and this is the Beasting with Brian podcast. Welcome, welcome. Uh, First of all, this is episode 28 of Morning Coffee with the Beast, man. Wild. Every time I say, like, every number, it's it's wild to me. Every number just kind of trips me out. I don't know. Uh, last episode, I was all messed up. I was just jammed up. I'm pretty sure I explained a little bit. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to tell y'all, man. Sleep. Sleep is so important. I, I'm pretty sure I talked about that already. Kind of losing my mind when when your brain switches to nights. This morning, I think I only got about three and a half hours of sleep. And then I'll be switching back to going to sleep at night for the most part. But uh, yeah, wild. Don't recommend. Don't recommend staying up that late. It's like, you know how destroyed you feel after you go to the club? Yeah. Definitely don't recommend. Anyways, episode 28. What is the significance of episode 28? Well, it's absolutely uh, just a number. 28 is just a number to me. It's not my favorite number or anything like that. Uh, I have been on this earth for 28 years and counting. I guess what's kind of cool about it that this is literally marks the fourth week of four weeks of episodes. You can listen to me for four weeks straight. Uh, maybe not continuously. Uh, you know, you just listen to 15 minutes at a time. You don't know what, what song to listen to anymore. You pop me on on Spotify or Apple, whatever you listen to, and, uh, and go from there. Um, I've been receiving complaints from a couple listeners, and uh, <laughs> uh, I've... I've made the fortunate mistake of sharing the fact that I do, uh, that I've been doing podcasts with my parents. And I actually enjoy their feedback because, you know, they, they're honest with me, a hundred percent honest with me. And their number one complaint is that I, I curse too much. And the majority of the cursing I know that occurs happens on the whiskey podcast because I'm talking with my buddies. Like when I'm, it's so crazy how when you're with a circle of friends or with a circle of people that you're comfortable with, and I'm very comfortable with my parents. I don't uh, shout out to mom and dad. This is no jab at you guys, but when I, when you're with a circle of friends that you're super comfortable with, and you your walls, uh, your like defensive walls just come down, and that can either be you know this uh, idea that you need to have like the most clean vocabulary and things of that nature, you know, we're, we're, I am a part of a different generation where we don't have that, uh, we don't have that, I don't know what to call it, but we'll just call it like that gag reflex to, um, to cursing. Like we don't wince when somebody, when somebody just swears. And I think it it has most to do with the fact that we're so exposed to different, um, you know, NSFW, uh, parental advisory albums, TV shows and things of that nature. Like you can't go and listen to a song pretty much anymore unless you're listening on the radio without, without there being somebody swearing. 
you know, think about think about some words that used to be censored that you would never hear on the air on cable television and you hear it regularly now, you know. I, I remember back in the day when ass was pretty much still hush hush. And that started to come out, I think, in the mid-2000s, where people started to say it more often, and then it just became kind of regular. Now, is that a deterioration of our society? I don't think so. Um, to me, at the end of the day, they're they're just words. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> I sound like I'm coming at my parents in my head. I'm seeing them today, so I hope they don't listen to this one. <laughs> well, actually, I know they won't, so... Uh, but when they do, it'll be funny. I'm sure they'll, they'll reach out to me, but, uh, no, it's just like the, to me, they're just words, right? They're just sounds that come out of our mouths that we associate with certain things. And I do believe in using positive reinforcement, positive, uh, like you can manifest positivity with the words that you say, but it has a lot to do with the association. Like if you associate negative negativity with something, it's going to maintain that that negative uh, aura around it. So you really got to have a certain level of intentionality, you know, certain level of. It's like when you call somebody. Uh, I'm trying not to curse because I'm thinking of my parents, but I'm I'm gonna have to. This is the morning coffee with the beast, man. This is what you get sometimes. So when you call somebody a bitch, you know, and that's probably my favorite go-to. There's a certain level of intentionality. That goes behind it. Now, I call a lot of my friends bitches. And I do it out of love. It has nothing to do with them actually being a little bitch. Well, actually, it has everything to do with them being a little bitch. And I don't do it often. I I do it more so. And these are my close buddies. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't do this to random people. It's kind of, it kind of has like this degree of motivation. Like, what does it mean to be a LB, as my wife would call it? Um, you know, you want to, you want to keep the people around you motivated. At least I do. I enjoy being around motivated folks, and I enjoy motivating other people. Like that's that's my shtick, man. That's I've always loved that. If you put me on any court, field, uh, any type of competitive area, I'm out there just. Yapping, yelling, shouting, and cheering people on. I don't like negative reinforcement. I enjoy positive reinforcement. That is my passion to the nth degree. I am a major positive reinforcer. And hence, that you know, that naturally, that's kind of why I podcast now, right? Or now. I've been doing this for eight months now. It's going to be crazy when it's a year. And I'm like, oh, welcome to Morning Coffee episode 73. Oh my God, you can listen to me every week of the year. Anyways, there's a certain intentionality that comes behind the words that you say. And you have to distinguish that. And that's why I don't associate certain words with with negativity. Because they just mean whatever we associate them to mean. And words and meanings change over time. So I I firmly believe like I'm not behind this idea of canceling out language or canceling out anything. I refuse to call it what you know the trendy term is nowadays. I'm not trying to be a spokesman or on a certain side of things. I am very I, I believe in purple, purple, purple. Everybody ought to be purple, um, purple and mixed, baby. That's that's what's going to make world peace go around. Um, but uh, you know if you. 
if we start taking away and stop progressing, like progression is the, uh, the capacity to understand what went wrong and how it went wrong and then be able to evolve and move on from that. And if you can't do that, then you're not progressing. You're not being a progressive person. Now, we can take the concept of religion and use that as an example of progression. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily – this is not what I agree with. But I'm just going to say this as an example because I think it, it's a good analogy as to what I'm saying but for language. About for words, not language, for words that we speak. Let's take uh, – I hope I don't get any hate on this because that would be ridiculous. But uh, let's take Drew. Let's say let's say religion as a concept is wrong. Uh, well, not wrong, but it's a tool that's man-made by some philosophers that not not is meant to control humanity, but is to set some controls on humanity so that we don't just go all animalistic and and go Darwinistic and things of that nature. But we evolve from that, so we progress towards. Looking out for those that have less and things of that nature, okay? It has a certain air of charity to it. So let's say religion is a, is a, fact, uh, is a, is a vehicle to take us from being Darwinistic and totally savage and animalistic to being a higher, higher level understanding, you know, higher level of understanding, okay? So we'll start with, you know, some of the ancient religions like the, uh, uh, not monotheist, the polytheist uh, religions that, you know, believed in human sacrifice and things of that nature. And how that progressed into a lot of the monotheistic religions that did away with human sacrifice and things like that. Oh, this is so much better. I can just use those terms that moved into the monotheistic. But, you know, a lot of times people you know, watch the conspiracy theories and be like, oh, this was that and this was that. And they're trying to erase this. No, it's a progression. So the the religion that that humanity evolved into that was less violent, that was more about peace, that was more about love and respect for the other and community and things of that nature, you know, pulled from the old religions because the idea is, and this is something that I got from a catechesis, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, a decade ago, where we all have this natural religion. We all have this understanding of what we need to do, our desire of understanding the unknown, right? And so the old religions was kind of a foundation for that, but we didn't know what we were doing. We we're just blind leading the blind. And then you have some kind of divine interventions, or you can say some very intelligent philosophers that understood things a little bit better and move the human race into a more positive positive direction and then over the course of about you know 5 to 6000 years you've come to today where even though we're still extremely violent we have we have and aggressive and mean and you know we're just not we're not caring for our neighbors in that sense we do have this foundation and we have this combination of technology and kind of uh, and globalization not in the governmental sense, but in the community sense where we're all seeing one another. You can go from California to California to Germany in, in a day. In a day. You can do that in less than a day, okay? You can fly from Boston to, to Macau in 15 hours, all right? Or New York, from, uh, from New York to Macau in 15 hours. From 
China to Sydney, uh, well, well, let's say Hong Kong to Sydney in 13 hours, okay? You can fly from New York to, uh, where did I fly into? To Sao Paulo, right? In 13 hours, okay? It's insane level of globalization, insane level of con- connectivity. And then we also have this visual uh, combination. We have this aud- audible combination. Not only do you not need to learn a new language. You can take somebody's language, speak it into a machine, and have that machine tell you what that person is saying. Now, what removes from that is the intentionality, but the substance, the framework, the foundation is there, and we're getting closer and closer. And I'm not saying that you need to be an atheist or anything. You know, we go from the foundational polytheistic religions into the monotheistic understanding that there's only one being. And then we go into this higher level of understanding that we're actually all interconnected and that that one being is all of us and is in us and not only in us, but in all of nature. Holy crap, that whole transformation. Like we, it all takes from what was in the foundation. The foundation is what set us onto the path to get here. And we completely transform. We are not out there. Well, the majority of people are not out there killing virgins and, you know, whatnot because, oh, the sun god told us to so that it can rain so that we have enough water for corn. No, we learned how to irrigate because we we communicate with other communities and figured out that we can take one piece of body of water and move it to the other. Okay. And then not only have we learned how to do that, but we could also learn how to maintain that in a stable and equitable way for the entire environment so that we're not destroying the lakes, rivers, and streams or oceans where that water is coming from. We can do that. That That is a totally feasible thing to do. Now, that being said, now I'm going to switch back to religion. That concept was way bigger than I really thought I was going to make it. So I apologize in advance or actually in past, but I apologize now. I, I am sorry about that, but that is... You know, I thought that's not what I agreed with, and no, I kind of do agree with that to an extent. Um, but it's the same thing, language. You know, that kind of framework that I set forth right there, set forth that I that I demonstrated, is pretty much the same thing with words that we say. We can evolve. We have this foundation. Oh, we found these sounds. Some of these sounds they roll off the tongue. Um, they sound so good coming, well, they feel good coming out of your mouth, you know, like it just has this power to it. It's not a curse. I'm not superstitious. It's not a curse. It's not, it's only negative. If you make something negative, when you say something positive, you can shout and be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You know, for your, you know, one of your friends. I mean, I'm not saying tell your kids this because we do live still in this polite society. So we have to learn some restraint, but in order to get to this level of evolution. You know, you don't want to just give somebody something without them understanding how to use it. And that's why you don't give kids curse words because they don't know how to use it yet. I'm not just going to say that in a business meeting or while I'm up presenting some important information to a world leader or somebody who's the head of something. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. Uh, That's not appropriate because that's not professional. There is a difference between professional and uh, not unprofessional, but in a non-professional setting. And that's kind of where it's okay to to be that way. And that being said, there are professions where you can go out and literally be yourself, be that person, be that raw, be that raw person. I was going to say something different and it just sounded wrong when I thought about it. Be that raw person and get out there and just, just start being yourself. So like I was saying, 
even though my parents, who are listeners to the Beasting with Brian podcast, and I appreciate you both, they uh, they come from a generation prior, obviously, <laughs> where we hadn't reached that level of evolution, and uh, in in the words that we use in the English language specifically, but you know. We're still a long way from it. I'm not here to say that you know we're at this point where oh that's the old way. No, there's still a merit to what they're saying, and that's kind of why I, you know I try my best not to. And now that I have a kid coming on the way, literally two months away, you know it's something that I have to pay attention to. Am I uh, and, and be a lot more intentional with the things that I say. Be a lot more thoughtful and whatnot, because um, what you say does matter. It does matter, even though it's not going to kill somebody. You know, you can hurt somebody with words because our emotions are a vast ocean that we still don't understand. Um, you can under, you can have some understanding, but the human experience is beautiful and unique and scary and frightening at the same time. So be mindful of what you say, but more than anything, understand the intentionality and the, you know, your own intentions behind what you're saying and be ready to explain yourself if the if that becomes necessary. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys today. Have a happy Monday. Love you. Peace.